Amen. I love the house of God. The house of God is a, a place where we find our help and our strength. Amen. And I'm just, I don't want to take it for granted what we feel in the house of God today. Amen. Thank the Lord. Exodus 26 and 14. The Bible said, and thou shalt make a covering for the tent. Talking about the tabernacle in the wilderness. You need to make a covering for the tent of ram's skins dyed red. And a covering above, talking about another layer of badger's skins. Amen. Praise God. And I want to preach what the Lord laid upon my spirit. Getting beyond the badger's skin. Amen. Getting past, getting through the badger's skins. Hallelujah. Set your Bibles down and lift your hands to the Lord. Could you open your mouth and begin to cry out to Jesus? We love you. We thank you, God. I need you in this house. Come on, I need some prayer warriors to help me pray right now. I love you, Jesus. I thank you. You've been faithful to me. You've been wonderful to this church. You've been merciful. There's miracles on every pew today, God. And we're thankful for it, God. Don't stop now, Lord. Keep working on us. Keep correcting us. Keep purifying us. Keep making us what we need to be. Hallelujah. Now in a way of worship, would you put your hands together for Jesus? Can you open your mouth while you're clapping your hands? This is biblical. This is biblical. Clap your hands, all ye people. Shout unto God with a voice of triumph. A voice that says, I'm going over. I'm not going under. I'm above and not beneath. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Now shout, the devil's a liar. Amen. You can be seated. I want to preach. Getting beyond the badger skin. Praise God. Everybody say you got to get past some things. The main description of the tabernacle in the wilderness was described in Exodus uh, the 25th chapter through the 35th chapter. There's 10 complete chapters on the exact details of the tabernacle. And if you've ever read through it, you can almost find your mind drifting off to a fishing hole somewhere <laughs> or a shopping mall or something. It, it's, it's such detail that you wonder what, uh, what, what was the purpose of all the detail. But let me tell you, God, don't make mistakes. Amen. God loves detail and God pays attention to details. Amen. I still believe that all scripture is given by inspiration of God. And I still believe it is profitable. Everybody say profitable. That means it'll add to you. Amen. It's profitable for doctrine, but not only doctrine, but it's 
It's good for reproof every now and then. It's good for correction every now and then. It's good for instruction in righteousness. Amen. That means to be righteous, we need the word of God to lead us and to show us. Amen. I'm thankful today that I grew up with a pastor that uh, he didn't uh, use kid gloves a whole lot. Amen. Sometimes he did, sometimes he didn't. Sometimes he threw songbooks. Amen. Amen. Sometimes we need to be shaken every now and then. Amen. But sometimes we just need to be pushed along a little bit in the right direction we need to go. Amen. The Bible said he'd give you pastors. That means shepherds. You know what a shepherd does? He leads you to the tall grass. He leads you to the good waters. He leads you away from the bluffs that you may fall off of. Amen. Don't ever get mad at a pastor because he's, well, I don't want nobody telling me what to do. Well, you're going to end up breaking your neck. I want somebody to tell me what to do. Amen. When I talk to my pastor, I tell, I tell him, hey, if you, you see something I'm doing, you just tell me. And I usually ain't got to tell him that because he can tell me without me telling him that. Amen. God is good to us. Amen. And so today I want to focus for just a little while on these coverings that God ordained for his tabernacle in the wilderness. In Exodus the 26th chapter in the first verse, he said, Moreover, thou shalt make the tabernacle with ten curtains of fine twined linen. He said, you're going to make it blue, you're going to make it purple, and you're going to make them scarlet with cherubims of cunning work shalt thou make them. So there was four layers that covered up uh, the tabernacle or what it was made of. And the very inside layer was made of fine linen and then beautiful rich colors of purple and scarlet and blue. It was, it was woven in pictures of cherubims. and Amen. It was very, if it was a piece of clo- clothing, you would say that's a pretty busy uh, dress or whatever it would be. If it was a carpet, you would say it was very busy. It was just a lot of stuff in it. And it was very, very beautiful. And then the second layer that was on top of this beautiful layer, the Bible said in Exodus 26 and 7, thou shalt make curtains of goat's hair to be a covering upon the tabernacle. This was uh, a, a pretty, I guess you could say, Goat's hair, amen, but it wasn't near as beautiful as the one that was on the inside, the fine linen. And then the third and fourth layers was what I read to you in the beginning of this. It said, thou shalt make a covering for the tent of ram skins dyed red and a covering above of badger's skins. So the third covering was a skin or skins of rams that had been dyed red. And then on top of that was the fourth covering, which was a badger's skin. Now the interesting thing about a badger's skin is that uh, when I begin to study, uh, a lot of theologians believe that this badger skin was not what you and I would think would be a badger. Now this is... 
Uh, maybe you can study it later. I didn't have time to study it, but uh, I just studied it just enough to get aggravated, and then I moved on. <laughs> Amen. So when I began to study, they said these badger skins were uh, most likely from the family of the dolphin, which would be a sea animal, uh, a porpoise, and they believed that it was draped over the tabernacle. Well, uh, anyway, maybe y'all can study that and figure that out and let me know, but my, my problem with a, the, a dolphin is that they don't have fins and scales, so they're unclean. <laughs> and so the theologians are trying to tell us that there was an unclean covering over the outside. Well, I'm not sure. Some theologians thought it was some kind of deer. I don't know what it was. But everyone is in agreement that it was ugly. All theologians, whatever animal they think it was, they're all in agreement that it was like a, a dark gray. It was very drab. It was unattractive. It was, however, water resistant. It was very strong. And its purpose was is to protect what was on the inside. And so you had four layers that goes from very beautiful on the inside to very unattractive on the outside. Amen. You had four layers that began on the inside with very intricate, beautiful, what the Bible would call cunning work on the inside to a very unrefined, almost repulsive type covering on the outside. Amen. These four coverings separated the outside world from the beautiful pieces of furniture that were on the inside that were used to usher in the presence of God to where the people were. Amen. Amen. There was this protection. These outside curtains was the separation from the harsh elements of the atmosphere. Amen. Into where it was a very peaceful and a tranquil, beautiful place on the inside. Uh, Amen. On the inside was a place uh, that contained the Ark of the Covenant, uh, which represented the presence of the Almighty God. Uh, amen. Uh, inside was the mercy seat uh, that sat on top of the Ark of the Covenant. Uh, amen. It's where the, the blood was sprinkled. Uh, amen. What was happening? On the inside was beautiful, amen. But on the outside, there was nothing that would make you want to go inside. It was a place on the inside where the presence of God would come down and the Shekinah glory would fill it. And it was so powerful that the people would become fearful because it was so close and it was so real. Let me tell you, if you ever get into the red hot presence of God, uh, amen, it's a place you don't ever want to leave. Come on, I'm trying to get somebody today uh, to understand, uh, amen, there's something beautiful when you get on the inside. Amen, the view from the inside was beautiful. Golden covered furniture. Amen. 
tapestry from the inside, you could see the layer of beautiful fine linen with all the images of cherubims and all the beautiful things. And so from the inside, you could see the beauty and you could feel the beauty of God. Amen. It was tapestries like we've never imagined. God gave people special gifts to make these beautiful things. Amen. But if you were standing on the outside, you would never be able to imagine that anything beautiful could be on the inside. Come on, I'm going to help somebody today. But God knew in order to protect and to preserve the beauty on the inside, there was going to have to be layers of protection that separated you from the outside. You may not run the aisles, but if you get this down in your mind today, uh, you're going to understand what living for God is all about. Uh, God knew the beautiful things on the inside would need a barrier to protect from what was on the outside. In other words, what was on the outside, if you left it to its own accord, it would come in and destroy everything beautiful on the inside. Uh, Amen. So God said, I'm going to make these layers. When you get fully in, it's going to be beautiful, but I'm going to have a second layer. It's going to be semi-beautiful. Goat's hair. Then maybe not quite so beautiful that you had to dye it. Round skins. And then on the outside, I'm going to put something that is very unattractive. It's going to be bad your skin. So whatever your opinion was of the badger skin, depend upon where you were. Your opinion of the badger skin depended upon where you were standing. If you were standing on the inside, you would say, thank God there's something out there that is protecting us from what we're doing on the inside. Once you get on the inside, your opinion is, thank the Lord for another layer of protection. But if all you did is ever stand on the outside and look, your opinion would be, uh, there's nothing beautiful about that. There's no reason I would want to ever go in there. Uh, amen. I want to talk to you about the badger skin today. Uh, at some point in your life, uh, you're going to have to learn how to go through it. Uh, if you're going to make it to the other side. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. The view from the outside was not enticing at all. And I want to tell you, you'll never see the beauty of the kingdom of God until you get through some layers. That's why I worry about people that come to the altar and pray 30 seconds. And they're done. You didn't have time to get through the layers, my friend. 
Come on, I'm going to preach a little while. This is why I worry about people that aren't committed to the house of God. Because I know when you're outside them walls, you're not pressing through. Say, well, I may be, but if you ain't pressing through inside, you sure ain't from the outside. If you ain't got a prayer life in the house of God, you sure ain't got one outside of the house of God. Well, help me preach a little while. And you got to get past, could I say it like this, the ugly part. The truth of the matter is that the gospel of Jesus Christ has got to be received with faith. Everybody say with faith. Because standing on the outside, nobody's going to say, man, I'd like to go in there. So God chose the foolishness of preaching uh, to save them which believe. Uh, That means somebody's got to walk outside of the tent uh, and say, hey, if you'll press your way through, uh, there's something beautiful in there. Got to realize the way you perceive things is not the way God built things. The way you see things from the outside is not how God designed it on the inside. Be careful how you perceive things. There's a reason we walk by faith and not by sight. Praise God. If God said, enter in, I'm going to raise you up. We're going to sit together in heavenly places. Amen. From the outside, looking at badger skin, you would say, surely nothing heavenly could happen in that. Come on. Hallelujah. There's nothing beautiful to the carnal eye about preaching of the cross. Nobody took a cross message and said, boy, I wish I had one. Boy, that seems awful interesting. I wish I had one. Said nobody ever. Amen. But you don't enter in by what you see. You enter in by the promises of the word of God. He said, if you'll take up your cross uh, and follow me, uh, I'm going to take you to places. Uh, I'm going to prepare something for you. Come on. Hallelujah. When people began to look at what it's going to take to live for God. It's badger skins. That's why some people never make it into the Shekinah glory. It's because all they can see is the ugly part. When the man who had the keys to the kingdom said, repent. There's nothing beautiful to the carnal eye 
about repentance. But I can tell you assuredly, you'll never get to the inside until you go through the layers. Hallelujah, hallelujah. There's nothing exciting about dying out to your own will. There's nothing exciting about mortifying the deeds of the body. Nobody said, man, I cannot wait to get to church and get this old flesh. I'm fixing to beat it down. But there was always something in you that said you need to just go on. Paul said, I find the law in me that when I want to go through, hey man, something's always trying to pull me backwards. Hey man, you got to know who you are. Hey man, when Grandpa Adam fell into sin, and the Bible said death fell upon every man. Uh, you got to understand you got a nature uh, that don't want you to fight through the badger skins. Uh, you got a nature uh, that don't want you to live for God. Uh, but you got to take your nature uh, by the nap of the neck uh, and say we're going to go through. Come on, lift your hands to the Lord together. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The commandments and the ordinances of God are badger skins. The preaching of holiness is badger skins. Coming out from among them and being ye separate, saith the Lord, is badger skins. But you gotta get past the badger skins. If you're ever going to get anything from God. Come on, I wish somebody helped me in this house right now. The word of God that corrects our flesh is badger skins. Let me tell you about the word of God. It'll get up in your business. You should read the law of Moses. He told them when they could go out and when they could come in. He told them what they were going to eat. He told them what to do when they got sick. I'm telling you, the word of God will get up in your business. Amen. The word of God will tell you who to marry. And it will tell you who to break up with. The word of God will tell you how to act. The word of God will tell you what to say. It'll tell you what not to say. It'll tell you where to walk. It'll tell you where to not walk. But to the stubborn, stiff-necked, rebellious flesh, it's badger skins. I believe with all my heart. That's why many are called, but few are chosen. I believe God stood at the door and called many people, but when they got close enough to see, 
became unattractive to them all of a sudden. Well, I feel the Holy Ghost in this place. Can't look at it with your own understanding. You cannot lean upon your own thought processes. In all your ways. God, I don't understand this, but I'm going to trust you. God, I don't understand this, but I'm going to trust you. I don't understand why I need to change this, but I'm just going to trust you. I'm telling you, if you can't get to that point in your life, it'll be hard for you to walk through the gate of heaven. One, two, three, four, amen. If you can't get through the badger skin into the presence of God here, how do you think you're going to do it there? It's the same. Hallelujah. But they say you got to get past it. Praise God. You got to get past it. What? I feel the Spirit of God wanting to help somebody in this place. So it breaks my heart as so many people have got right up to the edge. And all they had to do is get through the ugly part. Hallelujah. What is it? I don't know what it is for you. I know what it is for me. It may be some ugly tears. It may be some forgiving of people. Maybe some things in your closet that you need to get rid of. Maybe some pages on the internet that you don't need to go to anymore. may just be a change of direction. Whatever it is to the humanity, it's ugly. When you begin to tell people you can't do it like you've been doing it. It's repulsive. It's unattractive. They, they lose their desire to go inside then. That's what it's like sometimes. Y'all feel me now? That's what happens. I'm hearing it, but I ain't hearing it. Praise God. When you say it, hey man, you can't talk like that anymore. Hey man, you can't treat people like that anymore. Praise God. I've heard people try to preach other people into the Shekinah glory and bypass the badger's skin. Praise God. It ain't going to work. I've seen people try to maneuver. Man, I need a touch from God. And try to maneuver around. I don't want 
I don't want to change nothing. I just want to feel what's on the inside. I'll tell you what good would it do to sit in a beautiful place with no protection around. speak in tongues and shout if the devil can wreak havoc on your life the minute you walk out the door thank God for the badger skin what is repulsive to the world about the church it's my security blanket No, it's my repentance that's keeping me from falling back out. Praise God. Praise God. How do you get a breakthrough? Let me tell you how you get a breakthrough. You keep going through the layers. Come on, I know know this ain't camp meeting. This is go to heaven stuff. How do you get a breakthrough? You just keep fighting through the layers. Every time I pray, it feels like the devil attacks my mind because you're breaking through layers. Don't stop. Just I'm going to do what I got to do to get to where I want to go. And when you get a made-up mind, rubble. What be- beautiful, beautiful prayer we've been having. This first fruits prayer meetings. Man, but one thing I've noticed, it's like the first hour is good prayer. But when it gets into that second hour, <laughs> I don't know how to explain it to you. But it's in that second hour when people are getting baptized in Jesus' name. It's in that second hour when people been clawing for an hour. I can't ask people to come for two hours. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just telling you a little story right now. Amen. But I'm just telling you what's been happening. It's like the first hour. We're tearing down the flesh. We're tearing down that sin nature. We're tearing through layers uh, that tries to prevent us. uh, And somehow in that second hour, it's like the deep movement of the spirit begins to happen. Harabosa. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Could I help somebody? Could I talk to somebody? Somebody said, Well, how long should I pray for the Holy Ghost? Hallelujah. I want to tell you until you get through every layer. I had a, 
I feel the Holy Ghost back. Amen. I, the shock of my life was to begin pastoring people that had been through such trauma. We just had a birthday for my mom and my my brother that ain't even in church. He, that we were all saying something, and he stood up and and he and he said in front of everybody, "I treat people all day long as all kinds of dysfunction." He said, "But I, I realize my life growing up was perfect." He said, "I didn't. We didn't." None of the stuff I'm giving people pills for. None of, it was just. So the shock of my life was just normal. Mom, dad, meal, room, clothes. It was just normal. And then to see people who fought all kinds of devils. Every tormenting thing that could have happened to them. Happened to him. I want to tell you, people's got layers, and that's why I'm so merciful. There's people's got layers stacked up that I never even thought of. Amen. But the way you get in and the way I get in ain't no different. You may have to just claw a little bit longer. You may have to get just a little bit more determined. But I can promise you. If you'll make up your mind, uh, hey, I'm going to cry some ugly tears. Uh, Hey, I may make an ugly face before it's over, uh, but I'm going to get through this. You're going to experience the beauty. I feel Jesus in this place. People walk in with all these I would say baggage, trouble, mindsets, victim, rightly so. And they look and all they see is badger skins. And they think in their mind, I've already had an ugly life. Why would I want more? Amen. I want to give somebody hope in this. I don't care what side of the tracks you come from. I don't care how hurt you are. I don't care. I mean, I care. I'm talking about the things that people deal with. Well, I've been married so many times. Been divorced so many times. I've been through this. I've been hurt. I've been cheated on. I've been robbed. I just, I just got. It would take a lot for me to get through this. I, I've got a record. I, I've got this. I've got. This. Let me tell you, it's no different, my friend. It's four layers. Just gotta make up your mind. It may get ugly for a little while. I'm going to have to turn the apple cart upside down for a while. I may make my kids mad for a little while. The husband may get mad at me for a little while. But I'm about to press my way 
Hallelujah. Felt such a burden yesterday. The Lord began to deal with my spirit. You got to get beyond what your carnal eyes can see. My prayer is God, let it be easy for people to break through. God, let it be easy for them to. I know, God, if, if they can just get one taste. This one peek inside where the mercy seat is. They'll be willing to do whatever they need to do. You know what I'm praying right now? God, let, the, let there be a day of Pentecost experience in this room. On the day of Pentecost, before the Holy Ghost fell, none of them had the Holy Ghost. We're way ahead of them. We got 90 or 95% already filled. What would happen if we began to yield? What if we began to help people get through the ugly part? I'm making a liar out of the devil. He said, he said you, you, you're different than everybody else. You're, your situation is so different. I want to tell you, I pastor a few wonderful people. And all you people, don't get offended. You are all alike. You're just like me. You wake up every day and you got a flesh. That says, you remember when you were an idiot? You remember when you were an idiot? You think you're going to stand up there today and tell people how to get to God? You are. And I thought, I am. That's exactly what I'm going to do, uh. I'm not telling somebody else's story. I'm telling you, it don't matter what direction you come from, if you're willing, it'll happen. Stand together with me. Hallelujah. Come on with understanding today. With understanding. I've seen people that I felt like if they took one more step, they were going to have a, a breakthrough of their life. Somehow in their mind, I just thought this is too ugly. It's just, it's too chaotic. Devil, you're a liar. I come to rebuke every lie that the devil has told people. This is just the world we live in. 
people come to the outer court messed up. You hear me? They come to the outer court with messed up lives. They could hear the word of God preached. But if they can't get their eyes off of uh, this is ugly. This is going to be an ugly experience. You don't know what I got inside of me, Pastor. I'm afraid if I really started praying, it would get really ugly. You got to. It don't matter. You hear me? It don't matter if you're a good sinner or a rotten one. It don't matter. It don't matter if you start out an inch from God or your Mary Magdalene with seven devils. Going to Brazil many times and walked through the cemeteries where they're worshiping devils. I've seen many times those same devil worshipers walk into a Acts 238 church. And I preach the exact same message to them. If you'll just get through it, all you got to do is repent of your sins. God, I fill you with the Holy Ghost. I've seen many, many, many times in one service people go from worshiping devils to shouting the victory. How did you do it? They just went through the ugly part. I wonder if anybody's tired of looking at the ugly part it's the problem with the in and out and the uncommitted and back and forth you, you never see the beauty all you see is what needs to change but oh when you get committed hallelujah it's like it's like having God right beside you. I was sitting on the front pew and I felt the Lord say, sit down on the floor. Sat down on the floor and prayed last night. Felt such power. And then I felt the Lord say, if you'll crawl on your hands and knees to that altar, I'll pack the church in the morning. I'll bring hungry people that need the Holy Ghost. You know what I did? I got up on my hands and knees and I started. Well, that's the ugly part. Well, you're looking at the beautiful part right now. The Holy Ghost is here to help people. The power of God is here. Come on, fix your eyes. Fix your heart. Push your way through. Come on. Tatarabasata. Satarabosa. Yorabaye.
off.